Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Sunday, January the 8th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, his final day in Chicago before he heads back to uh, Minnesota, ready to break down the Sunday NHL card. It's a busy slate for a Sunday for a change. Eight games. I know once the NFL season ends, we're definitely going to have more Sunday games, but for a Sunday with still the football season still ongoing, this is a big card. Eight eight games today uh, in the NHL. We'll break those down. Briefly look back on yesterday. Um, it was a pretty good show overall for me and our guest, uh, Kevin Beach. Uh, the, the bets were pretty good. It's funny. I think the best bets for both of us lost, but which is unfortunate. Edmonton, uh, unfortunately, can't hold a 2 nothing lead. They didn't deserve to win that game anyway. Colorado outplayed them at 5-on-5. Five five. They were only up 2 nothing after the first two periods because Skinner was terrific uh, and bailed them out a few times, and then Colorado got going. Will that be a win? you know, that gets Colorado going a little bit, snaps that losing streak. They come back to win in overtime, spectacular goals from McKinnon and McCarr uh, in that game to lead them back uh, into the win column. So we'll see if now Colorado can use that win from coming from behind to beat the Oilers last night as a bit of a turning point for their season, which is obviously uh, they've definitely had their struggles lately. New Jersey comes back to beat the Rangers 4-3 in overtime. How about the big shocker late afternoon, Columbus, 4-3 over Carolina. Uh, that's now three losses in a row for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. And uh, although that's two losses in a row where they badly outplay the opponent and have a loss to show for it. Uh, just unable to, uh, you know, capitalize on their chances. Uh, and uh, Columbus was opportunistic, got the 4-3 win uh, in a shootout there. Toronto with a nice workmanlike 4-1 win against Detroit, nothing flashy. Seattle uh, erupts once again offensively, 8-4 to uh, against Ottawa. Ugly night for the Ottawa Senators. Forsberg gets chased, and things weren't really all that much better once Cam Talbot uh, got into the game for them. Montreal with a 5-4 win over uh, the St. Louis Blues. Perfect result, though, for me, because I was on the Blues team total over. Again, we've been hammering that with the opponents of the Montreal Canadiens lately. That cashes. The full game over uh, also uh, cashes in that Blues-Canadiens game. Uh, we had uh, L.A. How about L.A.? 5-1 against Vegas. Very impressive, considering Eichel's come back. They got Marcia so back, getting a healthier. The Golden Knights, Martinez came back on the blue line. And the Kings, very, very impressive win. 5-1 and great bounce back for Phoenix Copley after a very rare loss the night before or the game before against Boston. So impressive there. Boston keeps on rolling, beats the lowly San Jose Sharks 4-2. And probably the game of the night, incredible game, Minnesota and Buffalo. Buffalo, a 6-5 overtime win. Back and forth, back and forth it went. Both teams scoring goals left and right. The power play was good for both teams last night. And then, of course, it ends in overtime with a Victor Olofsson. Or if you listen to Dan Dunleavy, the TV voice of the Sabres, Victor Golofsson uh, getting the uh, overtime winner 6-5. Uh, to five. And I actually, and Alex, you'll get into this, I'm sure, a bit in your recap of last night. I caught a glimpse of Minnesota was going off the ice, obviously, after the loss. And you see Flurry just stomping his way off the ice down to the tunnel. And I think at the tail end of when he got, you know, under the tunnel, out of sight from where the fans are, I saw him smack his sticks uh, against the wall. I, I, and apparently that was a prelude to an even bigger you know, uh, emotional eruption, if you will, from Marc-Andre Fleury after that loss. But it's not just because they lost and he gave up six goals. There's more to it than that. And I know, Alex, uh, as you uh, talk about last night, you can uh, expand on that a little bit. Yeah, uh, reading it last night, like I said, I watched it, that whole game, and I mean, it was a great comeback by Buffalo. But you saw just the uncharacteristic side of Marc-Andre Fleury, and then I keep reading it uh, later on. Mike Russo posted it. Uh, he wrote, wrote it for The Athletic, basically saying that he was beating himself up last night. Uh, he was slamming his stick in the locker room. He was cursing. He was apologizing to teammates. And they said that if, going back to the last St. Louis matchup, uh, he was having some issues 90 minutes before game time. They said he's dealing with something uh, the writer wrote as a personal, a deep personal issue that he's dealing with right now. He's going to be away from the team uh, until they play uh, Tuesday, and he'll be in Montreal. 
So I'm not sure what that's about. And you add to the fact that Philip Gustafson, uh, who had to skate off in his last game with about two minutes left, uh, said he had to basically just run to the, to the locker room and throw up. He had a stomach bug, and he's lost somewhere between eight or nine pounds. So he will dress today, but more than likely it'll be Zane McIntyre, who was called up uh, for last night's game as a backup. He will more than likely be the starter tonight against St. Louis. Yeah, so definitely some goaltending issues right now for yeah. the Minnesota Wild. Make sure you uh, keep an eye uh, on that for sure. Yeah, regarding the best bets losing, it's very important, at least from my standpoint, to point out, I don't bet much more, if anything more, on the best bet compared to the other bets. That's just, and anybody that's a subscriber of mine knows that. You know, the best bet, it's, I have to pick a best bet because we do a best bet segment. Honestly, though, there's not very much difference between all my bets and the best bet from a wager amount and a dollar's perspective. So it's very, very important. Everybody understands that. Uh, very important. You should never be unloading. Uh, and it's never good to unload on one play anyway, but all the more reason not to. But, uh, yeah, we definitely hope to uh, turn that around. But, uh, yeah, very fascinating Saturday card. Uh, there's no question uh, about that. Uh, and looking forward to what we've got here on Sunday here uh, on this slate. A bigger slate than normal for Sunday. I was very surprised. Eight games here on the uh, card. But we will begin with Vancouver and Winnipeg. Uh, Winnipeg minus 190. Uh, home favorites here. Six and a half being the total in this game. Man, the Jets are really playing some good hockey uh, right now. There's no question about that. They're getting healthier. It was a good win against Tampa Bay, although a lot of special teams aided. Uh, from the Winnipeg Jets perspective, they had two five on threes uh, in that game and they capitalized on both of them. So uh, definitely it's very important to point out that the Jets, while they played well, they really feasted on the uh, power play and the five on three opportunities they got against Tampa. This kind of does feel like a bit of a flat spot for the Jets just a little bit. I mean, I don't know if I'm tempted enough to take Vancouver, but there are some things that set up well for the Canucks. They're off a very nice win against Colorado. Very impressive. I didn't see that coming, them beating Colorado and them being down 2 nothing, and then ended up coming back to win that game by a score uh, of 4-2 uh, to two, uh, over the uh, Avalanche uh, the other night. Uh, but again, we've seen this so many times with Vancouver where they have a very good win and they're unable to make it you know, go forward into the next game. I mean, it's just been an issue, and that's a big reason why they've not been able to get on any sort of traction this year. That being said, they are, they've been a little bit better on the road than they've been at home. Uh, for, for Winnipeg, I just don't like this spot for them very much. They're certainly the better of these two teams. I also want to see who's in net. Nothing has been confirmed yet uh, on either side in terms of goaltending. Uh, right now they have Martin and Hellebuck projected. But I wouldn't be shocked to see it be actually Delia again for Vancouver, considering he got the win against Colorado. And I wouldn't be shocked if they give Dave Riddick a start, Winnipeg today, either in this game. So I think be careful with betting this game until you know uh, who exactly is in net for uh, both of these teams, because we're uh, not sure right now at the moment with both sides. Like I said, though, the Jets have gotten a lot healthier. Nikolai Ehlers, Blake Wheeler, Nate Schmidt, Cole Perfetti, all of them returning the lineup Friday night in the win against Tampa Bay. But you know, I don't love this spot for them. It's an early start game for the Jets off a huge win against Tampa. I believe after this game, you look at the uh, situation for them. They start a road trip. They've won four in a row. You know, I know they'd like to complete, you know, or they'd like to complete a three and O homestand here uh, after beating Calgary and Tampa Bay uh, in the last two games. But I've just seen this too many times where off a big win, you're starting a road trip next time. You're not always at your absolute best. The first period look on Vancouver is not a terrible thought. And I know Jeff in the chat's mentioning that I could see that I could see a first period where Winnipeg's a little slow. And remember, Rick um, Rick Bonus was bitching and complaining about his team earlier this season about some slow starts and some bad first periods. And I remember on a Sunday against Anaheim, it was a home game against the Ducks. It was a Sunday, I think, a month or two ago. They had a horrible first period. So the Ducks' first period might be something I sprinkle a couple bucks on here. But I don't know if I'd trust them to win for the duration uh, of the 60 minutes. What do you think here, Alex? Vancouver, Winnipeg. Yeah, right there with you. That's the only thing that I could go uh, to could look at would have to be Canucks first period. This is a Jets team that has played the Canucks well. They've won 12 of the last 16 meetings at home against them. Uh, 22 of the last 29 overall. So that actually probably goes back a little bit when they were still the Thrashers. But uh, looking at that deep of a, of a run, and like I said, Vancouver, just the team you can't trust full full time, especially when you're looking at we might have a backup battle of Delia and Riddick. Uh, this is a game I want no part of. So it's going to be a pass for me. If I had to play something, it would be Canucks first period. 
All right, next up here, we've got uh, Florida-Dallas. We're going to try to go at a brisk pace because we want to be done within an hour before NFL starts, and we've got eight games, so we'll try to keep a brisk pace, as I mentioned. Florida and Dallas. We've got Dallas minus 130, uh, home favorite, six and a half the total in this game. Uh, you've got the uh, Florida Panthers. They did pick up a victory in their last game uh, against the uh, Detroit Red Wings by a score of uh, three to two, but did have to hang on after Detroit made it interesting late. We'll see if they can carry that momentum. It's actually is two wins in a row now uh, for the uh, Florida Panthers. We'll see if they can build on that here against Dallas, who uh, did not have a great uh, stay over in the California in the uh, Southern California two game swing that they had losing to the Kings and the Ducks on back to back nights. Although again, against uh, the uh, against the uh, Anaheim Ducks, uh, Gibson was pretty good. You know, one of uh, recently, all of a sudden, we've seen uh, Gibson play a little bit better here for uh, the Ducks, and certainly Dallas found that out firsthand uh, in that two nothing loss to Anaheim. Uh, they're back home now, three days off, by the way, for the uh, Dallas Stars. So it's been a little break in the schedule since that Wednesday night loss against the Anaheim Ducks. They've had three days off since then. Uh, Dallas, by the way, perfect two and zero with extended rest this season. So that is definitely something you want to uh, keep in mind going into this matchup. I think at this spot does favor Dallas a little bit, minus 130 back at home here, 11 and seven uh, on home ice this year for the uh, Dallas stars. And when it comes to this Panthers team, you know, I've definitely uh, want to see more consistency out of them. I don't think wins against Arizona and a little bit of a slumping Detroit team who lost again last night to Toronto is not really enough to get all that excited about them getting on a real hot streak here uh, going into this game. Uh, Dallas, certainly, they've had their share of these weekend afternoon home games in the past, whether it be Saturday, whether it be Sunday. Three days off is probably a good thing for them. As far as goaltending for this game, again, we don't have goalies confirmed yet, but we assume Bobrovsky and Ottinger right now uh, are going to be the uh, starting netminders uh, for these uh, two teams in this game. Uh, for me, it would be Dallas minus 130. I mean, I'm, I haven't made it locked it in yet, but again, the, I'm waiting for the goalies to be confirmed, but I am pretty sure I'm going to be on the stars here. Minus 130. It probably will be a bet uh, by the time this puck game uh, drops the puck. What do you think here, Alex, Florida, Dallas? Yeah, this game feels like a, like a draw to me. I, I was looking at that plus 345. Uh, and this definitely feels like it could be all spots. Like Dallas, when the, the, most of their day games have been high scoring, but six and a half is a tad bit too high, especially with how Florida's offense can kind of go back and forth. So I would wait to grab a live over at five and a half, but I think I might take a small shot with the draw here at plus 345. I can see this being kind of a, a slower pace. And Florida doesn't play too many of these day games. Uh, and with Bobrovsky, they know that they can't get into a track meet the way that he's kind of played of late and giving up goals left and right. They have to try to be a little bit more solid defensively, play more of that Paul Maurice style. So I don't see a lot of scoring here back and forth. So I'm going to go draw plus 345, and I'm going to probably look for the live over once it drops down to five and a half at a plus price, uh, maybe even look for a four and a half shot. All right, there we go. Draw for uh, Alex here, and uh, I'm looking at the uh, stars uh, here, minus uh, 130 in this one. All right, Columbus and Washington. Uh, this is the last of the uh, afternoon games uh, taking place here today uh, in the NHL, but uh, we've got uh, here uh, Columbus and Washington, and it is uh, Washington here, obviously, massive uh, favorites, as you would expect, minus 360 here uh, in this game, uh, and the total six and a half across the board. These teams just met earlier this week, actually, uh, in Columbus, now playing each other once again here uh, this afternoon in Washington. Uh, the Capitals, of course, uh, you look at what they were able to, do, they've been able to do. They have, they've definitely gotten their offense going lately. They've been in good form in terms of putting the puck in the net. I just think every, this whole, you know, attention you know, an atmosphere surrounding Alex Ovechkin as he continues to uh, track down the great one, uh, Wayne Gretzky, for the all-time goal record. It's almost like it's gone to everybody else in the team. Uh, and when you look at what Washington's been able to do, uh, scoring goals has not been an issue. Since the Christmas break alone, this team's played six games, four, three, nine, four, six. They did get held down uh, by the uh, Nashville Predators in their last game. They lose 3-2 to the Preds uh, on Friday night. Uh, but still, they fired 32 shots, and it was a very good performance from Lankin. And don't take anything away from him. He was solid uh, in that victory for uh, the uh, Nashville Predators in that game. Washington looking to bounce back now. They get a Columbus team riding a high of a shocking, not a shocking win, but surprising win, I guess, 4-3 to three against uh, Carolina in a shootout. Although they were very much uh, outplayed, the ice was tilted. Most of that game toward Carolina, 42 to 18, were the shots on goal. 
and Columbus just was opportunistic. Seemed like every chance they had on that was a rare bad day for the Carolina penalty kill. Carolina's all, always had one of the top penalty killing units in the NHL. They gave up two power play goals to the uh, Jackets. Both of them scored by Kirill Marchenko. Uh, there's another Kirill the Thrill, apparently, in the NHL. Not just the one in Minnesota. They got one in CBJ right now. Uh, Marchenko getting the hat trick uh, yesterday uh, for the uh, Jackets in that victory against the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. So they will be looking to keep that going. But one thing we know about Columbus is stringing wins together has been a, a, a chore for them uh, this season. That's putting it mildly. They're also on the second of back-to-back games, uh, the Jackets, uh, two and four. Uh, is their record, by the way, uh, the second night of uh, back-to-back games. Uh, Columbus, yeah, uh, 7-19 and in their last 26 games, by the way, uh, on the second of a uh, back-to-back game. So, you know, tough spot here now. You're going back-to-back after the big win. Uh, and like I said, I'm just looking at Columbus's season uh, log here so far. Uh, this team, in terms of winning two in a row, it's only happened four times. And then when you look at them off a win, uh, they are 0-2, 0-3, one and three, one and four, one and five in their last six off a of win. So tells you that they have not done a really good job being able to string wins together. So I don't want Columbus here, but obviously you're talking minus 360 uh, with uh, Washington. It's hard to find the value. Um, even the even the first period puck line, if you want to go that route, it's plus 100. Uh, that's not exactly great, great value by any stretch of the imagination. This feels to me like a... Washington and over five and a half combo is the only thing I can siphon some sort of value and decent price with. I mean, other than the first period puck line, I certainly the puck line for the full game and the regulation line is just, it's still too expensive. You could go minus a half uh, first period puck line with Washington team total is one of those again, where it's four and a half. You could buy it down to four team total over which i would consider minus 125 at bet mgm i might sprinkle a little on that over four minus 125 team total for uh washington but i think washington and over five and a half total goals in the game a combo bet uh, of some kind that's probably the best consideration for this game because i think i do want to bet washington here in some form here to bounce back after the nashville game not trust this columbus team to win two in a row it's something they have not done very much uh, at all this season. So the combo bet probably uh, is the way to consider going uh, in this game, at least in my opinion. I'm just looking at the uh, uh, price for that right now. Yeah, Washington and over five and a half plus 102 at Pinnacle right now. So that's probably, that, that that I can go with, that I can roll with here. Uh, Capitals and over five and a half here, combo bet. I think that is something I'll make official here. Uh, for the show uh, what do you think here alex jackets and capitals yeah i mean we're kind of in the same boat just trying to search for some value to back washington with i probably will look for something in game with the team total uh i haven't played those a lot i've looked at them mostly when i see them on the on the board but i think we might be have some time to see this drop down when the total can drop to around six or five and a half maybe you can try to grab a three and a half still would have to lay some juice probably in the 135 140 range i wouldn't mind that i think four goals sounds about right here but this could easily be a four nothing four one kind of game uh if columbus doesn't bring their their a game so i'm scared of of taking the full game over i just want to look at something on the washington side so it's more likely going to be a pass but i will try to grab something in game if i see some good value pop up darcy kemper will be in net for washington two of his last three starts have actually been a little bit shaky uh, for the uh, Capitals, but his last start was against this Columbus team when they played in Columbus earlier this week, and he uh, kept Columbus to two goals, and they got the 6-2 to two win uh, in that game. So he did play well against the uh, Jackets uh, earlier uh, this week. And again, we talk about it all the time. I mean, I don't want to belabor the point because we mention this every time we talk Columbus. I mean, they still are very much banged up. Credit to them. I mean, it was ugly. They got badly outshot, outplayed by Carolina. But at the end of the day, they found a way to win. They buried their chances when they had to. And Corpusala was very good. It was actually one of the best games Corpusala's played in quite some time. But I would think they probably are going to go back to Merzlikens. And as you know, uh, it has been a rough, rough go for Elvis Merzlikens. Funny story. Found out that from our guy that was our guest yesterday. Did a great job, by the way, Kevin Beach. He actually had... He works at a, or is a coach and an instructor at a goalie school. Elvis Merzlikens was actually at that goalie school, uh, you know, and getting, uh, you know, getting, getting his work in, you know, and trying to improve and get instruction and all that, you know, and trying to improve his game. So that's why he said to me after, 
I'm, I'm reluctant. I was reluctant to comment. I was like deer in the headlights when you were starting to talk about Merzlikens and now he's lost his game. He needs a change of scenery. It's like, I just didn't want to comment on it. So I understand that for sure. Yeah. That's pretty funny. But yeah, Kevin Beach had uh, Elvis Merzlikens rolling through the goalie school that he's currently a coach and an instructor at right now. So pretty interesting, small world uh, when it's all said yeah. and done. Uh, all right, next up here as we continue along on this uh, Sunday uh, slate, we've got Calgary and Chicago. Another one of these Sunday night Chicago home games here. Uh, we've got the Flames and Blackhawks, Flames minus 350, road favorites, six the total uh, in this game. So it's amazing how many times the uh, Chicago Blackhawks play at home here at the United Center. Uh, this has become something that we're very familiar with in terms of them playing these uh, home games. Uh, another disaster of a home game on a Sunday night just last week uh, for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. They end up losing uh, 5-2 to the uh, San Jose Sharks. Uh, and uh, as Alex will, I'm sure, point out, Sunday night home games have not been their thing, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. That is for sure. I'm going to go back to the old well with something that was cashing a lot uh, earlier in the season, and I'm going to go with it here. Uh, starting a road trip, you know, get off to a good start. I'm going to go with Calgary minus a half plus 110 in the first period uh, in this one. Uh, th again, I think Calgary, you know, wants to get on some sort of roll. It's nice that they ended the home stand there against the New York Islanders with a four to one victory. Very solid. What's a positive for the Flames is Kadri is starting to go offensively. That's big. Blake Coleman's got more offense in him than we've seen so far. He scores in that game against the Islanders. They need to be they, – they have a better team offensively than they've shown at times. I mean, Kadri can be a great offensive player. Lindholm to Foley. Uh, Huberto can get going, I think, a little bit better. I think he will as time goes on. And that was a nice end of the homestand for the uh, Calgary Flames there. Going on the road, start this road trip, you know, take care of business here. Uh, give Chicago credit for beating Arizona. And a nice performance and a shutout win for Alex Stalock, but they caught Arizona. First of all, Arizona's you know one of the weaker teams in the league, not like Calgary. We know that. And second of all, that was a horrible spot for Arizona. Been on the road a long time, back to back on the road after being in Philly the night before. They're probably looking forward to getting back to Mullet Arena, back home to the desert. And Chicago was the perfect spot to pounce on them. And kudos to Alex for being on Chicago Friday night in that win against Arizona. But for for me here in this game, probably going to look at the Flames first period puck line. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Calgary, Chicago. Yeah, and that makes sense. You want to look at, at, an, at an early look with, with Calgary, but I don't want to lay a price with that half a goal. I'm just going to lay the price with the first period over. You can get it minus $1.25 or minus $1.30 uh, with a one and a half. And just looking back at the last several meetings with these two teams, seen eight and one to the first period over the last nine uh that's a a, a solid stretch in the hawks is that we've seen the difference now for a, a while how bad they play on Sundays compared to the rest of the nights of the week we saw lad at columbus uh game before the break they played well on a friday night they come back and play on a sunday look terrible uh we saw them play well he said shut down defense great uh performance by Staylock on friday uh, against Arizona, now they're playing a, a you know stepping up in class against a Calgary team that needs to kind of you know like I say get things rolling and, and especially on a, on a road trip. This does not look like a good spot here for the Hawks. So uh, Flames could name their score, but I think they take care of business early. I think they at least get a couple here. So I don't want to risk laying it uh, with a, a half a goal and laying a price, especially when the Hawks could if they do get a chance to score anything. I think it'll probably be either really early or really late in the contest. So I'm just gonna play it safe with the first period over. All right, first period over here for Alex. And noting that history between these two teams, Flames and Blackhawks, heavily trending toward the first period over. So uh, liking that here uh, in this uh, game. Uh, as far as a couple props that do stand out to me, uh, Lucas Reichel, Max Domi, Philip Kurashev, the new look top line. I mean, definitely Reichel and Kurashev. I mean, they're moving up the lineup. If you want to sprinkle on those two players, might be worth a look here uh, in that regard. As far as uh, Calgary goes, uh, again, uh, Blake Coleman's the one I think that could be a little undervalued right now. Dubé's kind of, you know, cooled off a little bit. He knew it was going to happen at some point. But Blake Coleman, I think, could go on a little bit of a run. He's been all over the net lately, getting chances nightly for Calgary. So a couple value props that I would look at here uh, in this game. All right, we'll be back with the back half of the Sunday uh, NHL card right after we hear from our great sponsors of Gramco. All right, whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, or, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 products ready for any occasion. 
Rabco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products such as vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you and is also available at many American retailers as well. To get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco, you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you get 25% off of any order, and all orders on the site that are $50 and higher are shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we are back here on the uh, Ice Guy Show. Yes, indeed. Uh, Mr. Beach, indeed, Kevin uh, Beach on the show yesterday, had the guts to take Eric Carlson under 0.5 points to not score a point last wow. night and plus 150. He said, well, as much as Carlson's lighting it up, what was he on, a 14-game, 13-game point streak? Yeah. You're facing the Bruins, a much better team. You're facing uh, the guy that's the front runner for the Vesna Trophy this year right now and Linus Allmark. Uh, in net and this is a good price and great value to say the streak ends tonight so credit to kevin for that great call that was yeah. and that was show. that was risky too because yeah. uh I, I watched the first period of that game had the first period over and the sharks had a couple chances on the power play and it was off of his stick where he would have gotten the primary assist so that could have ended uh within the first 10 minutes of the contest so yeah it's a uh you know ballsy call but it, but it worked out for him uh, and at a great price because you could get plus 150 on that uh, as well last night. So that was uh, very well done. All right, next up here, Pittsburgh and Arizona. We've got the uh, Arizona or Pittsburgh Penguins, rather, uh, minus 230 uh, road favorites in this game. Uh, the total six and a half across the board. I'm on the Coyotes again at home, Alex. I'm, I have to. Pittsburgh stinks right now. Pittsburgh's got no confidence. Uh, you know, they're saying the right things. Crosby's saying, you know, we're not playing well right now, but I want to see, you know, we, we can either sulk and we can complain or we can, you know, be a bit angry and sad about it or we can do something about it. That was basically what he said after the loss against Vegas the other night where, look, they were just awful. They weren't ready to start the hockey game. And at some point, you've got to point the finger at everybody, coaching and players, to, to be that poor early in the game, down 3 nothing before you could blink. Uh, that is definitely concerning. Uh, moving forward here with this Penguins team. And look, it's not like we've look for as bad as that road trip was for the Arizona Coyotes. And look, they didn't win a single game on it, obviously. Tampa, Florida, uh, Philadelphia, Chicago, uh, they lost all four games uh, on that just completed road trip. They've been a different team at the mullet. We've talked about this all. It's like just this is becoming a real thing now. This uh, about as sharp a home road dichotomy with one hockey team as you will see uh, right now with the coyotes i mean they drop all four games on that road trip they win th three at home against la colorado and toronto not just those three wins at home but great hockey teams at least good hockey teams all three of them la colorado and toronto uh they have been very impressive on home ice they the losses were close games it was 5-2 buffalo which was really 3-2 and then there were two empty net goals um, overtime loss to montreal they beat the islanders flyers and bruins uh before that uh you know in this one uh, Penguins upset. No, Ice X. Penguins are minus 230 favorites. If they win, it's not an upset uh, in this one. But, uh, you know, I think uh, when you look at this uh, game here, it's just, you know, the team that's consistently brought good performance, good effort, good intensity at home, fed off the crowd. And the Coyote players have talked about this. The crowd has really made a difference for them and, and really fueled them uh, a little bit, even though it's a smaller venue, obviously. Uh, it's just everybody's right there on they're right there on the ice surface almost. That's how close the crowd is to the ice. So uh, it's helped the uh, environment there a little bit. Uh, the only hesitation I would have here would be that they're only got the one day off after returning from that trip. Uh, that first game home, sometimes you're a little lackluster, but not enough to sway me off taking Arizona here at this price against a Pittsburgh team that's just in a world of hurt right now. Six straight losses, not playing well at either end of the ice. Uh, banged up to Tristan Jari's out, Crystal Tang's on IR, Petrie's on IR. And it looks like Casey DeSmith, by default, has to be the goaltender tonight. And he was shelled, obviously, in the Vegas game. Five goals uh, on 31 shots. And he's given up five goals now in two of his last three starts. So some concern about DeSmith uh, in his uh, recent uh, play. So um, I like Arizona here. We'll go with them plus 190 uh, in this game. Uh, over is a consideration as well. The one thing we have seen with Arizona's home games as well, 
uh, has been high scoring games and actually they've been trending over for the most part as well. So have some interest in the over as well, but definitely looking at Arizona here uh, as a home underdog. What do you think here, Alex Penguins coyote? Yep. I'm more likely to be doing what I've been doing with Penguins games for a while, looking for this live over waiting for the drop down to a five and a half. Uh, sidewise, I don't want anything to do here. I mean, Pittsburgh shouldn't be laying 230 really to pretty much anyone, but they've dominated Arizona 13 of the last 15 games they've won. Uh, they've won four straight in Arizona, albeit this is a different venue. And like I said, uh, Coyotes have played well at Mullet Arena, but coming back home off of a, a long road trip, you kind of wonder they may not have the gas, especially early in the game. So Pittsburgh, keep in mind, too, when these two teams did play at the beginning of the year, October 13th, uh, we saw Pittsburgh win 62, get 53 shots on goal. So obviously that was a, a full healthy roster, but if they get anything close to 40, 45 shots on that chance that they win this game. So I'm staying away from it. All right. Pass for Alex here in this one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to, again, I've, I've cashed a few with Arizona. It's one of those where probably if I'm not riding Arizona as many times as I have backing them at home, I may not take this one, but I, you know, I took them a, bunch of times Toronto game Colorado game in particular I feel hey we'll 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 take him again if it loses so be it but can't ignore plus 190 they've played excellent at home lately and Pittsburgh just struggling mightily uh, at the moment like I said the over six and a half will probably put a few bucks down on that and MDR in the chat mentions that team total over two and a half for Arizona it's only minus 120 that's probably a good look as well I mean, just asking Arizona to get to three goals on home ice, they could. If you look at their recent trajectory, they scored six against Toronto, six against Colorado at home. Uh, they've had a, done a good job finding the back of the net more so at home than on the road. And even on that road trip, the first two games against Florida and Tampa, they did score three goals. So the over two and a half team total might be uh, worth a look here. Uh, when it comes to uh, the Coyotes tonight. All right, St. Louis and Minnesota. Minnesota minus 190, home favorite, six and a half being the total uh, in this game. Both of these teams off one goal defeats uh, last night. Uh, Mon uh, St. Louis loses to Montreal 5-4. Minnesota loses 6-5 to to the uh, Buffalo Sabres uh, in overtime. That was definitely a real back-and-forth uh, game between uh, those two teams. Uh, this game's tricky. You got back-to-back -back situation here for both teams. Alex talked earlier in the show, and we did the recap that Minnesota has uh, Mark Andre Fleury likely going away from the team at least for a little bit to tend to uh, family issues. We've got a personal leave for him. Uh, it looks like he's been dealing with the issue for about a week, so he'll be away from a, from the team for at least a few days minimum. Philip Gustafson, you know, a stomach virus. Is he likely going to play? No. So it's probably Zane McIntyre, as Alex said, uh, that's going to be a net here for the uh, Minnesota Wild tonight uh, in this game. Uh, and if he does uh, see the uh, net for uh, Minnesota, it's going to be uh, interesting to see uh, how he fares after uh, getting the uh, call up here uh, from the American Hockey League. Uh, again, it's not confirmed yet that it won't be Gustafson, but just uh, be careful with that. And by the way, McIntyre is a journeyman. That's essentially what he is. He's now 30 years old. He has not been in an NHL game since the 2016-2017 season. Yeah. So that was quite some time ago. And in the and uh, in that season, he went 3.96 goals against average 858 save percentage for the Bruins uh, that season. So almost a four goals against the last time we saw him at the NHL level. It could be in, it could be in tough tonight because as we know, St. Louis, even with O'Reilly and Tarasenko out, they're still scoring goals. I mean, since those two guys have been missing. They score six against Toronto, five against New Jersey, and then four against uh, St. Louis uh, against Montreal last night. So uh, there's no question that uh, the Blues are feeling it right now. At this price, I would lean St. Louis. I'm just waiting to see who uh, is going to be in net. I mean, we're talking plus 160. Minnesota's been very good at home lately. I get it, but you know, with McIntyre, especially if he's in net, you want to be laying minus 190. I'm not so sure about that. I will absolutely be on over the total here. Uh, in this game, six and a half. I've been riding the St. Louis Blues overs, whether it's been team totals or full game overs, and the Blues are just in one of those zones right now where they're scoring goals, and they kind of have to score goals because the defensive game hasn't been great. You're never sure what you're going to get from the Thomas Grice-Jordan Binnington combination one night to the next. Binnington wasn't great last night uh, in the loss against Montreal. Uh, he started last night, which means probably you'll see Thomas Grice here on the back-to-back -back potentially for the uh, St. Louis Blues. So either way, I definitely envision goals uh, in this game. I like over the total. 
I definitely would lean St. Louis. I'll wait to see who's in net before I confirm that one. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? St. Louis, Minnesota. Yeah, I grabbed uh, St. Louis last night. I grabbed it at plus 155, so you can get even a better price if you shop around. Now I saw as high as 170 uh, offshore. Like you mentioned with the Wild, yeah, no Flurry tonight. He's gone to deal with whatever personal issues he's got. Hopefully he can get, get that resolved, and uh, he should be back with the team on Tuesday. Uh, Gustafson did skate, but they said, like I said, he had a, this stomach bug and he lost about eight or nine pounds. He will dress, but more than likely won't start. He'll more than likely sit and be the backup tonight, which uh, more than likely seems to be like Zane McIntyre is going to get the start. His numbers in uh, Iowa are not that good. They're pretty much he's a 500 goalie down there. So like I said, he hasn't made an NHL appearance in years, and there's reasons for that. Uh, I would look for the first period and full game overs, but I'm waiting for those to drop down. Seeing a dollar fifty for that first period over, I want to grab that anywhere at a minus dollar thirty range or better uh, for the five and a half. Same same deal. I want to. I'm not waiting for uh, that number to turn to a plus price. I just want to get the the better of the number in, in those two spots. But I think the Blues take care of business here. I, I know it's a tough spot for the Wild. And coming out, you know, having that lead late and blowing it, losing in overtime on the road, but then having to hop right back home against a team that you struggled against. Uh, Blues have won nine of the last 12 meetings against Minnesota and then having to bounce back on the road again. I think this is just kind of a, a tough scheduling spot here for Minnesota. So I like St. Louis here, and I'm definitely going to be looking at both first period and full game overs in game. All right, good stuff there with uh, St. Louis and uh, Minnesota. All right, next game here, we got two games left, Toronto Maple Leafs and Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, we've got the uh, Leafs here currently, uh, minus uh, 225, minus 220 actually, road favorites. Total six shaded to the under in this one. Uh, we've talked about this Flyers team, how their offense is picked up. Um, uh, this is another over bet for me uh, in this uh, game here for sure. Uh, maybe even a Leaf team total over might be worth a look too as well, but I definitely think Philly might be able to find the back of the net here in this game because finding the back of the net is something they have done uh, routinely of late. And we've talked about this. This team couldn't put the puck in the ocean early in the season offensively. Uh, the last uh, eight games, three, five, three, five, four, 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 six. I mean, they're lighting it up suddenly, the Flyers. It, Owen oh, Tippett. Scott Lawton, Morgan Frost, uh, Wade Allison. They've gotten some depth scoring from him lately. I mean, it is all hands on deck right now for the Philadelphia Flyers. They have been uh, definitely chipping in well uh, offensively. You've got the uh, Leafs coming into town off a 4-1 win against Detroit. Back-to-back -back situation for them. We should see Matt Murray tonight after it was Ilya Samsonov uh, in net last night. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be Murray and Carter Hart as well confirmed for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers uh, in net. Uh, Leafs with, again, that 4-1 to victory over the uh, Detroit Red Wings. It's worth noting, by the way, in terms of me liking over six in this game, each of the Leafs' last four games following a Leaf victory have gone over the total. So keep that in mind. A little Edmonton thing going on, right, where we've talked about it for a long time, right, with Edmonton. You know, when they're off and under, the next game goes over the total. And um, with the Leafs lately, uh, off a win, their next game has gone over the total. So keep that in mind. Series history has actually been high scoring with the Leafs and the Flyers. They played a pond hockey game a little bit earlier this season. Remember that early afternoon game? It was a Thursday afternoon matinee game right before Christmas, the next generation game in Toronto. It ended up being 4-3 for the Leafs, very sloppy. Uh, four straight overs between these two teams, 6-3, 5-2, 5-2, uh, were the final scores in those games. So for me, yeah, Leafs-Flyers over six. Uh, Alex, what do you think here, Toronto and Philly? Yeah, this is a, a game I'm kind of circling and looking towards that first period over as well. You get it at minus $1.35, $1.40 if you shop around. Uh, looking at the Leafs on the road, they've actually cashed six straight first period overs. Uh, in each of the last three, they've had a 2-1 lead, so maybe even a lean to that first period puck line as well. But I like the first period over spot there. I think we see goals going both ways, so I kind of like the full game over also. Uh, Carter Hart's been shaky. Even uh, Matt Murray, for you know, it's been a great resurgence so far. But we've seen him kind of flip flop the last five games. You know, give up five goals on a loss, get two, uh, only you know, stop two, twenty eight of twenty six, twenty eight stops in the win against Colorado, lose to Arizona, win against Tampa. So it's kind of interesting that he's been, uh, you know, struggling against some of these rougher teams, playing better against some of the good teams. Philly obviously being uh, one of those rough teams. So this could be a back-and-forth battle. I like the over in the first period, and I like the over in the full game. 
All right, there we go. First period over and full game over. A little double up. No, see, I don't, I don't trust the Leafs fully tonight. I don't. I like. I, I know. I, I think that's great value. Leafs and over five and a half plus one eighty. Like, if you really like the Leafs to win, you should be betting that. That's a great right. price plus one eighty. And I think the game does go over the total. But for back to back here, the win against Detroit, you go on there. And Philly's playing good lately. Let's give Philly a little credit. They got some life right now. They got some spunk. They've got some pizzazz going right now uh, under a Torts. Uh, you know, they're playing some, some of their best hockey of the season, honestly, right now, Philadelphia. Very impressive. Uh, they've won four in a row. Uh, again, you could quibble about the competition. I get it. San Jose, Anaheim, and Arizona were three of the wins. But they did beat L.A. in L.A., you know, a solid Kings team. So, you know, don't don't sell the Flyers short right now. Uh, and they do have the rest advantage, obviously. Uh, they've been off since Thursday, so two days off. And, and then the Leafs are coming in here on a back-to-back. So, uh, definitely, uh, I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not taking Philly, but uh, I'm pumping the brakes on taking anything with Toronto tonight. I'm just looking at goals. All right, next up, final game, Boston-Anaheim uh, on the uh, West Coast here. We've got Boston uh, minus uh, 300 uh, road favorites, uh, six the total uh, in this game. Um, Bruins just continue to be very impressive. I mean, no Jake DeBrusque, no problem. All they've done is win their first two games without him. They beat L.A., they beat San Jose. I've been very impressed with how they've, uh, you know, all season long. And Alex and this, we've really got to start giving Monty a lot of credit for this. Jim Montgomery, every time there's been an injury or injuries, key injuries, they've just overcome it and found ways to keep on winning hockey games. Boston, all season long. Remember when they were decimated early in the year? We said fade Boston. Everybody was on that kick. Fade Boston early in the season. Grizzlick injured. Carlo injured. McAvoy injured. They didn't have Marshawn right away. Uh, early in the season, tons of issues with Boston personnel wise. And then they got off to that incredible start without all those players. Uh, and then they continued to play well when they started to get all the bodies back and they lose Jake DeBrusque, who's been one of their best forwards this season. And the last two games without him, eh, no problem. We'll still win games uh, because we don't make excuses. We next man up mentality with this hockey team this year, and they've continued to get the job done. They are on a back-to-back here. Anaheim with a uh, obviously a rest advantage after playing San Jose Friday night, a 5-4 win. Don't look now, two wins in a row uh, for the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, do they put? Do they have it? Like this to me is a little sneaky spot here, though, because when it comes to the Bruins, they're playing great. Uh, they've won obviously three in a row, including the Winter Classic. They've won each of the games on this road trip, but they do go home to face Seattle. Uh, after this game, this is the end of this three-game California swing. It is back-to-back. The, the, the problem is, if you're thinking that way, you're thinking, wow, they're going to mail it in. We haven't seen Boston mail it in very much this year. I mean, the, the mail-it-in games have just not been there. But I am concerned a little about the spot for Boston. That being said, I'm not gutsy enough to take Anaheim. Uh, against one of the best teams in the NHL. And all they do is keep winning regardless of who's in and who's out of the lineup. Uh, I don't know if I'll bet the game right now. It's probably a pass for me uh, in this game. Swayman, by the way, will be a net for Boston after it was uh, Linus Allmark against San Jose. We expect Gibson uh, to be a net for Anaheim. It was Stolarz against San Jose. We expect them to go back to Gibson here uh, in this game. Haven't bet anything yet. Am kind of interested in the over three and a half potentially with Boston with the team total. That's always like cashed with that last night uh, against San Jose. I might go back to it, but it is minus one fifty. It's not a great price, but if I were to bet something as of right now, it'd be that Bruins team total over. What do you think here, Alex? Bruins and Ducks. Yeah, it's kind of like a broken record, but this is another first period over that I like, and I grabbed this one. It's actually one of the, the first ones I played this morning. I laid a dollar thirty-five with this uh, at, at Bet Online. Anaheim five and one the last six of the first period over. We saw Boston just cash, cash it last night quickly, getting that first goal with about maybe forty-five seconds into the contest, uh, going over two. Definitely needed some help from San Jose getting that that goal to make it a two-one game in the first period. So. Uh, I think that momentum carries on. Like I said, Boston's you know starting to feel themselves once again with Swayman in that little bit shakier. He's still playing well, but uh, if Anaheim's going to get a goal, this might be the spot. So this might even be one of those games where you look at uh, both teams to score first period. But this is a, a fairly cheap price to label the first period over, especially with a, uh, a team like Anaheim that's been struggling defensively. I do want to point out Anaheim has given Boston some grief here. Last ten meetings, it's actually five and five. Uh, between these uh, actually six and four Anaheim over yeah. Boston in the last 10 meetings and earlier this year in Boston October 20th 2-1 in a shootout for the Boston Bruins so 
and I played them pretty tough. Boston is four and one though this year on a back to back. So with no rest, second of a back to back, they're four and one uh, this season. The uh, Boston Bruins. So they've they've obviously done all right in these spots for the most part so far uh, this season. So yeah, lukewarm on this game overall. Uh, like I say, I'm kind of interested in a Bruin team total over, but uh, not my strongest stance on this card by any stretch of the imagination. All right, great stuff uh, for the Sunday uh, slate uh, with Alex B. Smith. Uh, Alex, before we uh, uh, actually, we'll do the sponsors and then we'll get Alex's final thoughts because we're not going to see Alex for a few days here and we're going to miss him, obviously, like we always do when he's away. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second, as well as best bets right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, our good friends at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, courtesy of the Ice Guys. Get 20% off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ice guys that's promo code ice guys all one word i-c-e-g-u-y-s at manscaped.com if my math is correct that's about 400 million balls that you can help preserve with manscaped.com using the promo code ice guys you get the performance package 4.0 it is a game changer the lawnmower 4.0 it takes care of this among other things uh, it'll keep you uh, trim uh, as can be uh, the lawnmower 4.0 waterproof same thing with the weed whacker which takes care of your ear hair nose hair i mean nose hair in particular you know i'm getting up there in age and nose hair is becoming uh, definitely more of an issue this will take care of it it feels like someone's tickling the inside of your nostrils sometimes it pisses the hell out of me it bothers me i need to take care of that shit. this will take care of it for you the weed whacker uh, make uh, part of the package that you get with your Manscaped purchase and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. You also get the ball toner. You also get the ball deodorant. Keep you uh, smelling good and looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions. This package is really going to make you feel good and and look good and look better. Slim, trim, that's what it's all about. And Manscaped.com can help you out with that so make sure you take advantage of this manscape.com get 20 percent off and free shipping with the promo code ice guys at manscape.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com and use the promo code ice guys unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped All right, we are back here on the ice, guys. Uh, great stuff. And Alex, like uh, we said just before the uh, commercial break there, uh, yes, uh, Alex will be away for the next three days, going back to Minnesota, traveling back home. We've got some things to take care of, but he will be back on uh, Thursday uh, later this week. And uh, we're obviously looking forward to seeing you back with us then. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be, you know, I have plays posted in the uh, Patreon page yep. during the day. Uh, I can already tell you right now one thing that I'm looking at uh for tomorrow's board seattle and montreal bet online has that total at six minus a dollar 20 so more likely gonna play that as soon as they get off the air uh so this so there you are there's, yeah. there's some one thing for monday but uh yeah just getting some stuff wrapped up in here for about what five and a half weeks now so uh heading back home to minnesota so i will be a couple days off but you'll definitely be seeing me on twitter follow me on twitter axmf sports i definitely have plays sent in and they'll be posted on the patreon page which you guys should be checking out as well patreon.com slash ice guys yeah, definitely. It's been fun to take uh, team total overs with the opponent and full game overs lately with the Laval Rocket Blue Line, known as the Montreal Canadiens yeah. <laughs> uh, right now. Uh, that's been something that's been our go to bread and butter for the last week or two. And it's definitely been paying off. Hopefully our best bets for the Sunday card will pay off as well. Alex, what do you like for a uh, best bet? Yeah, head on over to the west side tonight. Hawks and Flames. We're gonna go that first period over, laying a dollar twenty-five with the one and a half. Uh, like I said, this is definitely one of those spots where I think Stalock now getting his third consecutive start, as well as he's played. I think we're gonna start seeing him wear down a little bit because the Hawks know they have to ride him, otherwise you go with a banged up Peter Morazic or worse. Uh, that's going to be troublesome, and this is a Calgary team that wants to get that road trip started off on, on the right foot. So I think they take care of business all by themselves. Let's go Flames, Hawks, first period over, one and a half minus $1.25 for my best bet this Sunday. 
There you go. First period over here for uh, Alex B. Smith, Calgary, Chicago, best bet. My best bet, uh, I'm going to go, I was going to, I was going to go crazy and go Arizona, but and I like Arizona, but I'm going to not use them uh, as best bet, but I do like the Coyotes. I will go with, I feel pretty good about this one. Uh, and we need a win after yesterday. Very frustrating to see Edmonton not hold that two nothing lead, but let's go to, uh, St. Louis, Minnesota. I think that is my strongest look today. I like over six and a half here, plus 100. Actually, you know what? There's over six, minus 120 at a couple books. DraftKings has it. Uh, actually, not DraftKings, but Heritage has it. A couple others. ProLine Plus, a couple others have six. So shop around. Uh, I like six over six, minus 120. If you can only find six and a half, I still endorse it. I think we'll see goals. St. Louis is on an over. Uh, torrid overrun right now. It's been also trended over series history between the Blues and the Wild in recent head-to-head meetings as well. So St. Louis, Minnesota, over six, minus 120 uh, for my best bet here for this quick, Sunday card. Quick mention on that game, that first period over, 11-2 and two last 13 meetings. Yeah, definitely been very strong uh, between those two teams. All right, great stuff. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. 